G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and shine on Australia's Vision Christian Radio. It's your Thursday podcast. It's your Thursday podcast. Feeling musical today. It's your Thursday podcast. Belle and DJ here with you. Now, behind the scenes, we've just finished the show for your Thursday. I was happy with the show. I thought we had a lot of laughs. It was been a fun one. We had some great callers today. I learned some things about plants. Yes, your whole life. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, say that from now on, we're going to say that today marks the day we became green thumbs. Well, don't look. I, 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 I am not great at keeping plants alive, but you, you go from being a black thumb to a green thumb today. <laughs> well, maybe it's just the day I stop killing so many yes, plants. Yes, there we lower go. the expectations. The plants around Australia rejoice today because <laughs> they don't have to watch out for Bell Thompson. They hear they get bought by Bell Thompson. They're like sending commiserations. And, and, and my new practice routine is going to be in front of my plants. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, you're going to hear all about that. Plus, keep on listening for a very sneaky Where's Robbo clue Mm -hmm. coming up on today's podcast. Across Australia, this is Rise and Shine on Vision. Good morning. It's DJ and Belle Thompson here with you. On your Thursday, and uh, news headlines are coming up uh, in just a moment, but a headline you might be waking up to this morning. (laughs) This one is interesting. Tearless onions to hit the shelves at Woolies. Tearless onions. Okay, so onions onions that don't make you cry. Yes, these are called the Happy Chop Tearless Onions. Mm. So they're going to be available across New South Wales and Victoria and the ACT from July the 12th until September if you want to try one of these new fandangled onions. Mm -hmm. So it's the brown onion, but it's been grown to contain less of the chemicals that make humans cry when they're cut. All right. So immediately I go, how did they make it have less of those (laughs) chemicals? That's what I was thinking. (laughs) What have they put in it? Is it some sort of like other chemical they're putting in its place? (laughs) I don't know. You always wonder, don't you? And you're kind of like, from the dawn of time, onions have made people cry. There's mm. probably, it's probably very healing or something. Yes. There's probably anyway. some, yeah, some good chemical. I thought, I thought, I, I always thought, uh, I, I had a very uh, reputable chef once tell me that the, the, the sharper the knife, yes, the less tears. Oh. Like it's all about if you have a razor sharp knife and you do it, you know, do it in the right way. That won't make you cry. Wow. I clearly am not <laughs> very advanced uh, in my onion cutting that because well, I cry every time. Yeah, and, and some <laughs> onions are super strong. You get some yeah. onions and you well, cut it. Okay, I learned something in this article, DJ, yeah, yeah. that the the older onions are, the more of that volu- – it's called a volatile compound. Okay. <laughs> The more of that they have, so the more you'll cry. So how about that? The fresher oh. onions are, the less of that they have. I've seen I've seen people uh, chop onions with uh, swimming goggles on. <laughs> Would um, that actually work? I'd, I feel I'd, like you'd still cry because you'd still breathe, breathe it in. Breathe it in. Uh, I've seen people, uh, you know, freeze their onions oh. and chop them there. I've seen people chop onions underwater. 
Well, I, I recently found you can buy chopped onions, so well. that also takes care of it, and they're probably not genetically modified. <laughs> well, let's see. So they're called the Happy Chop. The Happy Chop. Happy Chop onions. Yeah. All right, well, we need a review. Someone out there is going to take one for the team. Go go buy the Tearless Brown Onions, the Happy Chop Onions. Tell us if you grow an extra limb or something <laughs> after you have them. <laughs> uh, the, you might be crying uh, because of how expensive they are. I don't know how expensive they are compared to regular onions, but uh, we'll soon find out. Okay, into the Vision National News head. On Vision, and talking about Vision, Bell, uh, I've been over at uh, vision.org.au, and I love it when I uh, scroll on through there, you've got a fantastic section, and this allows me to put my little press hat on for the day. That's right, I'm talking about the news. The news section, and there's a great article that Tony's put together here on vision.org.au. Uh, it's from a uh, it's from a fantastic interview that uh, our very own Neil did on 2020. It's called "The State of Christianity in Our Politics," and it's focused here in Australia. And uh, at the moment, there seems to be a lot of debate around the world in Western countries whether Christians should even be getting involved in politics. Mm. It's this whole thing, uh, you know, some people are banning it about as an argument about Christian nationalism, uh, mm. you know, wh- whether nations can be Christians, whether even nations should be Christian, and how do churches think about it? Uh, I, I fall I fall on the side of the, of the, uh, of the coin, just to let, me know, let people know where I, I fall. I believe that Jesus told us to go out there and, you know, make disciples of all peoples and all nations, mm-hmm. you know. And so living in a nation as a Christian, I strongly desire to see my fellow countrymen come to Christ and, you know, and the gospel change the country that mm, I'm in. Let your light shine, hey. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. And if that's in politics, go for it, I reckon. If that's, that's in music, go for it. If that's in education, yeah. wherever you are, wherever God's put you, let your light shine. So Tony's written up this great article from Dave Pello. Uh, he, he's the man behind the church and state summit conferences that are being held across the country. And, uh, you know, basically he, he goes on to say, it's true that the number of people identifying as Christians in Australian censuses is diminishing, but... It is stabilizing, like it's beginning to plateau. It's probably not going to drop much further rapidly soon, and that does not reflect the number of people going to church. So there's more people going to church than even what tick on the census. Ah. So it's it's an interesting it's an interesting set of feds. It's a really interesting uh, article to go through and have a look, especially if you've you know got a heart for Australia and you want to see it come to. Come to yeah, board and you, you're interested in politics. Exactly, exactly. So uh, where, wherever your heart lies around that, I recommend you head over to vision.org.au. Scroll down there and you'll see some wonderful news and editorial articles. Just the right mix of things to inspire and things to make you smile. Rise and shine on Vision. Rise and shine. Bible Brain Buster. Ah, yes. Belle and I have got the Bible trivia out ready to go. And uh, all you need to do... For your chance to win is give us a call on 1-800-316-316. And Emmanuel has done that. Where are you calling from, mate? I'm in Brisbane. Okay, okay. Hard at work in Brisbane. Well, my friend, you have got a choice of either a person, a place, or a thing on the Bible Brain Buster. Which one do you want to go for? 
Let's go for a person, I think. All right. Yeah. Person, person. Let's I, I would pick that too, Emmanuel. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's <laughs> the you. way to go. I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, we good. have got. Oh, oh, this is a good one. I reckon. I reckon uh, this will be a fun one. This will have a lot of people yelling at the radio for you. Okay, Emmanuel. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's give it a go. Uh, my first recorded word in the Bible is "we." Uh, somebody <laughs> listened to me. My name, not, not yet, no, 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 no. My name probably means living. Uh, my third son lived to be 912 years old. Ooh. I tried to escape blame for my sin. God gave me um. clothes to wear. I came along. On day six, I was named after the fall. I tried to hide. My husband named me. I was the first woman. Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got there in the end. I had to wait for the obvious one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, that's all good, buddy. It's all matter good. when you get oh, no. it. You got it. You're good. You're good. Uh, the last couple oh, of clues. No. The last couple of clues was I was formed from the rib of another. I ate the forbidden fruit, and I blamed Satan when I disobeyed. That was Eve. Congratulations. You are our winner of the Bible oh, Brain Buster. Hey. Thank you. It definitely would have been a lot of people screaming at the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Emmanuel. I was worth it, mate. Now, you can choose a DVD or a book. What are you after? Um, Let's go uh, a book. Let's go a book. Congratulations. Uh, I'll get Belle to dig through the the prize cupboard and uh, find you a good book. I love doing that. No worries. Thank you guys so much for that. Appreciate it. You are more than welcome, Emmanuel. Very, very simple. That is how we play the Bible Brain Buster for another uh, for another day there. If you want to get involved, you can give us a call 1-800-316-316. Uh, how do you think you would go, Bill, on the Bible Brain Buster if it was just you doing it? Do you Ooh, reckon? Ooh, the pressure. The pressure? The pressure. Yeah, it's easy for us <laughs> to sit here and go, we would have got that early. But when you're actually playing it on the radio live, it's, oh, no. no and it's funny, you know, sometimes when you're in the hot seat, you just yes. have that blank yes. moment. And, yes. like, you know, at any other moment, you, you would have got it. Exactly. I exactly. hate it when that happens. All right, put yourself in the hot seat. 1-800-316-316 and play Bible Brain Buster with us. The uh, Vision National News headlines are just around the corner, but a headline you might be waking up to. I love this one. A Jack Russell has been rescued after plunging off one of the UK's highest waterfalls. Oh, uh, okay, a little. I'm thinking a little Jack Russell. Yes. How big is how big is a UK waterfall? This one was sixty meters high. Wait, was six zero? Six zero. Holy sixty meters high. Moly. Little little Jack Russell. Who doesn't love a Jack Russell? Falls off the top of the. I wonder waterfall. if he fell or if he took a dive. I wonder if and, he was. <laughs> look, I have to get to the punchline too. Okay. Yeah. Despite falling sixty meters, yeah. he appeared totally fine except for a little limp. Oh. <laughs> but it it caused a big that like the owner rang the police. Yes. Who then. It sparked this big rescue around 15 members of the local volunteer mountain rescue team went to rescue this little doggy after the dog's, you know, owner yeah. got in touch with them. 
and they had to set up a rope system to send one of the rescuers down. So he must he must have fallen and then got stuck somewhere yeah. on the waterfall. Wow, and they said it, the the dog was very pleased to be reunited with his owner. Oh, they're they're very. I mean, little Jack Russells they're very very cute. Got me. I mean, that's. I wonder how far. I don't own a pet. You know, I don't, I'm not a dog owner. I'm not a cat owner. So I don't understand the lengths that people would go to to save their pets. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't it a beautiful story, though? It the is. whole community coming together to it. save this little dog. I love it. I love it. All right. Got me go, okay. That's got me thinking. Maybe we can Maybe we can open this up to people and see if they have gone. I mean, maybe the, your dog hasn't jumped off a 60-meter waterfall. <laughs> but do you have a pet? Have you, has your pet been in a pickle? That's <laughs> Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. The, the pickle pet. Pets if in it, a pickle. Pets in a pickle. <laughs> if your pet has got into a pickle. And needed rescuing. Or yeah. Or needed some intervention. Yeah. And you've been able to jump in and save them or you've saved an animal or something like that. Oh, that is a group that we never play, but it's in there this morning. The group is called Attaboy. That was that would be my first time uh, that, hearing that song. Attaboy. Well, I think that's very appropriate because we're talking about pets and we're talking about dogs. Attaboy is a, is is something that you'd say to your dog. <laughs> that is a song called Guide Me. Uh, it's Bell and DJ here, and on the back of a headline, are you waking up to about a little Jack Russell that fell how far again? Sixty meters from one of the UK's highest waterfalls. Uh, Sparking a big rescue, fifteen of the the mountain rescue group. Wow! <laughs> saving this dog, and he was amazingly totally fine, besides a limp. <laughs> but a little limp for a Jack Russell. Yes, I, I, I love I love story. the fact of how far the community and the owner and everybody has gone to yeah. save this little dog. So the question is to you: How far have you gone? Have you had a pet in a pickle? Have you had an animal that you've rescued? Have you ever done anything where you've had to rescue some animal or gone out of your way to do that? Give us a call this morning. Let us know your uh, your, your, you know, your animal rescue story. It's DJ and Belle with you on your Thursday morning. And uh, on the back of a, a story you brought us about a Jack Russell. Yeah, falling 60 <laughs> metres off a waterfall and being rescued by 15 mountain rescue crew. We're asking you, have you ever rescued an animal? And this morning on the phone with us, we've got the lovely Delwyn from Coonabarra Brand. Good morning, Delwyn. Good morning. Now, you've, you've, uh, have, was it you who rescued an animal? Well, um, it really was my cat to start with. Okay, okay. So uh, cats aren't really known for rescuing animals. They are not known for that. No. It was an amazing thing to see that my black cat called Zorro came (laughs) right through the cat flap into the lounge and had something in its mouth. Uh Uh-oh. I immediately thought, oh, no, it's killed the bird. Yes. But no, it brought this little fluffy thing into my lounge room, plopped it down on the lounge floor, lay down beside it and put his paws on it. Oh. Saying to me, I, I was thinking, this little creature needs some help. What, what was it? You know, what was it, Delwyn? And it was just a little tiny baby bush rat. Uh, no, a uh, bat. Oh, bush rat. They rhyme. You'd probably be less you excited know. about a bush <laughs> rat being in your lounge room. <laughs> so a little a little bat, one of those little bats that fly out in the caves in the bush there, the cat That's had right, some... right, yes. Okay. And it was a tiny little thing oh. and it was alive. It was moving around. 
So I thought, what do I do with a little bush rat? Does it need food? Um, what happens? So I rang my local wires person. Yes. Who's a wonderful person here in Coonabarabra. Beautiful. Yes, and um, she advised me that what you do is you get a pillow slip. Yes. And you put it inside so that it can, you know, do its thing with its wings, hang oh, upside oh, down and that okay. kind of thing. And hang the pillow slip up on a hook somewhere in my house. Yes. And that's all we had to do. The cat was really concerned about it. Wow. She knew it was in the pillow slip. (laughs) And it was just circling around and round and round and we knew that, you know, it wasn't going to hurt it. It wasn't hurt. Now Del it had a fall. Tell us tell us that you nurse it back to health. Please give us a good happy ending to the story. It certainly was, oh. but oh. I didn't do it. Oh. The um, Sue from Wires yes. travelled from her property yes. into my town. I live in town and she lives out on a property. She came and she took it away and nursed it back to health. Oh. It, had, it did have its little tiny claws, had a little bit of blood on it. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, that is a beautiful well, that is story. That is a happy, happy ending. Bush Bat and Zorro the Cat. I reckon uh, you could write a kid's book. That, this, this is kid's book material, Delwyn. <laughs> Zorro the Cat and yes. the Bush Bat. I like it. And I know it knew, Zorro knew that it just needed help and he kept oh. looking up at me, you know, as if to say, come on, what are you going to do about this oh. problem? Aren't, 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 aren't animals, when, when, they, when they do the good thing like that, they're just a gift from God and they just, just uh, you know, teach you more about his character. That is a beautiful yes. story there, Del. And thank you so much for giving us a call this morning. Well, if you've got a call, you've got a story about saving an animal. We love these stories. That's Brad and Rebecca, the heart of the father. Talking about the heart of the father, we know uh, we know that he's uh, quite proud of the animals that he's made around the planet. Oh, he should be. He's pretty amazing. <laughs> and we're getting some amazing stories of rescue people rescuing animals. Sorry to everybody that's tried to call and get through this morning. We've just had so many calls of people wanting to tell us their story of rescuing animals. And we've got Owen from Serena. What animal did you rescue? It was going to be, it was only a young pup in the front of the boat. You know how dogs get on the bow oh, for the breeze, the yeah. sea breeze when you're going along, and yes. they like to be in the action. Like and it was going to be either chum or pal, but he preferred chum. Okay, so, <laughs> so you're out fishing. <laughs> you're out fishing with chum the dog. Chum the dog. Yes. Yeah, pup. Yeah. Anyway, he liked to get excited. Like you know, they're pretty good on their paws because they got four legs to our two. Yeah. So. Mm, that would be helpful on a boat. <laughs> I need that when yeah. I'm on a boat. <laughs> Um, gets excited when a fish comes on board, and we we target the grunter. See, they make a funny noise when you catch them. It is a peculiar. Anyway, dog got excited because there's flapping fish on the line over the side. Anyway, he got real close and he fell in. Oh no! And dad, uh, late my late dad uh, was there and. Luckily, he swam Dad's way, and Dad got him by the scruff of the neck, you know, like you can pick up cats yeah, like that yeah. as well. Anyway, yeah, so it's all good, but he, yeah, we always call. remember the, the drowned rat coming back on board <laughs> after the fish came 
Well, at least he didn't. At least he didn't fall. Chum the dog didn't fall uh, sixty meters like the British uh, Jack Russell. There It was just a no, short little trip no, for him. Don't want to be. A, no one wants to be a drowned rat. That's no. for sure. <laughs> well, we're glad Chum the dog was okay. Good day now. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you, Owen. Thank you, Owen. We love these stories. I, I reckon God loves the animals too. What do you oh, reckon, DJ? Amen. If you re- if you read the book of Job, <laughs> yeah, or Jonah. And the story of Jonah as well. He God loves the animals and the creation that he made. We love these stories. So thank you to everyone. And a big shout out to, let's see, we've got Zorro the cat, uh, Chum the dog, and uh, Fluffy the bush bat as well. Thank you to all of these animals. Rise and shine on Vision. We're getting your tips and tricks. I love this idea, and I think this has got lots of legs, mm-hmm. Mel, uh, you know, about improving, you know, using, uh, what do we call it, like the, the, the group brain of the Vision <laughs> family. How do we make our lives better and bring more glory to God in our lives? Let's turn to everybody and say, give us some tips and tricks about yes. this, about that. About everyone's this. good at something, right? Yes. And if, oh. we, if, if we learned everyone's good thing, we'd all be better. I like it. I like it a lot. So let's uh, let's focus on that today. We're talking plants and houseplants. On the back of us greening up the the creative hub at the Vision, uh, you know, the Vision Studios here, we want to make it a little bit more green. Uh, we've got my wonderful mother donating plants. She's a massive green thumb. We've got us all talking about real plants versus <laughs> fake plants. What do we do to keep our plants alive? Belle, you, you, you're going on record to say that you're not a green thumb, you're a black thumb. <laughs> Well, I like the idea of being a green thumb, though, and I've tried. I have several houseplants that are not doing so well, but I'm persevering because I've read, you know, there's mental health benefits, there's physical, they eat the toxins in the air, they create extra oxygen. So apparently, too, I read our homes can be 30 times more toxic than the outdoors air. Oh, wow. So that's why you want to bring some some plants in because they actually consume a lot of the toxins from our cleaning products and our our furniture and, you know, all the volatile compounds that float around the air. You know, God knew what he was doing when he designed the plants there. So we're asking you to give us a call, 1-800-316-316. We've got Sarah on the line. Do you have some tips this morning for keeping houseplants alive? Uh, yeah, well, the best way we find to keep houseplants alive is to give them away to other people. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> Brilliant. No, no. That's my kind of gardening, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, next you're going to be telling us you're buying fake plants there. You're buying plastic ones. <laughs> That's our next option. Oh, uh, no, no. Well, thank you, Sarah. That might be that might be the last tip, the drastic resort. <laughs> I do need some actual tips this morning, though, because I want to stop killing my houseplants. Oh, uh, all right. Well, the other people's tips. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Yeah, well, that's good. Sarah, you keep listening, and hopefully we can all learn something together. <laughs> okay, thanks, guys. See Bye. ya. Gail from Nambucca Heads, you've got a plant tip for us this morning. I have a plant tip. Uh, first of all, number one is you've got to have the suitable plant for that suitable area. Right. And then you talk to it. Oh, okay. Oh, 
I love I this. I talk to my plants. I tell her how beautiful she is today, <laughs> how grateful she's looking so beautiful today as I'm watering. And I touch the leaves and I say, thank you, Jesus, for this beautiful plant. And it's just thriving. You sound, thriving. you sound exactly like my mother out in her garden. She is talking to the plant. She's proud of the plant. She's talking to God about the plants. And I tell you, she is the biggest green thumb. The plants all just thrive under her care. So I think you're under something. There you game. go. Wow. I, well, I like you immediately. Your mother as well. We both have. And a lot of green thumb people out there if, uh, talk to their plants. It's very good for them. And they're so scientific, antidotal evidence that it works. Yes. Wow. Okay, okay. People now, play music to their plants. Now, if, now you, you mentioned right at the beginning, I want to pick up on something right at the beginning there, Gail. You said you have to find the suitable plant for the area that you're putting it in. Where do you find Correct. that information? If you're not a green thumb, where do we get that info? Uh, generally, when you buy your plant, you'll have a little uh, uh, what's best for your plant position. Yes stuck inside the plant yes. or your friendly nursery person will always okay. give you good advice right. about the right plant for the right area. Okay. I, I love, love it. it. I Thank love you, Gail. I need to talk to my You're plants welcome. more. That's what I've learned. <laughs> I, I kill everything. don't ignore them. Yes. <laughs> All right, so don't ignore the plants. Thank you, Gail. That was great <laughs> advice. Don't ignore the plants. Talk to them. Get to know your nursery person. Yes. I think that's a key one. All right, if there's any nursery and also, person, yeah, play them Vision Radio. Yeah. <laughs> when when the songs get that speaker right next to them. I like it. I like it. Maybe a bit of Vision Kids for the for the plants. That's right. If they're a young plant, yes. Vision Kids right yes. there. And then uh, you know uh, you know when they're getting a bit older, uh, you know make sure they're listening to Neil uh, Twenty Twenty uh, stuff like this. Uh, we've got a whole program for plants here. I, if you've got a, uh, if you've got any tips or tricks for plants, keeping them alive, or you're uh, working at a nursery, you know anybody at a nursery? Hey, get in touch with us. We'd love to get some more tips and tricks because, as you've pointed out, everybody knows something. Mm. You know, it's something. Everybody's an expert in something. So, if you're an expert about plants, we need to hear from you. One 316 But we wanted to squeeze one more tip in, if we can, about these plants. I ask you to give, all, you know, asking all green thumbs to give us a call on one 316 We've got Colin from Kellyville. What is your advice for keeping house plants? Gail was right. Talk to them. It helps you to bond with them. Yes. If you love the plant and you think about it, you'll you won't forget to water it and look after it. <laughs> oh, but if like you treat it like a piece of furniture, it'll die. Oh. Ooh. So it's almost like you're, you're saying there's two sides of that psychology there. You know, talking to the plants, it might be good for the plants, but it's good for us as well because we love our plants. Yeah, oh, it's good for us. I'm talking more from that side. I don't know whether they understand what you do. <laughs> maybe they, maybe God put something into into them as farmers like when we look after plants, and that's what we were given in the beginning. I love um, it. Maybe they can sense it. They, 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 they don't have a brain like we got, but no. they can sense things. <laughs> I love it, Colin. Now, are you a bit of a green thumb yourself? Yeah, I love plants. All right, all right. So, so, so you. I love it. You've you've confirmed, Gail. She's right. Is there any other tips or tricks that we need to know? If you're starting out like uh, Bell and I, and we're no good with our plants, where do we start with? Well, like I said, you you pick the right. She said, pick the right plant. Yes. Okay. Get a decent pot for it to grow in. Right. Um, with, so if you put a little bit too much water in, it's not going to go over your carpet or whatever. Um. 
slow-release fertiliser, the right type. I'm taking notes here. And a plant that's suitable. Some plants can't grow inside. You've got to get an indoor plant. Um, And when I say indoor plant, they're plants that have been used to growing in shaded areas, in in jungles and things like that. You can get them in the shops. Just ask for them. Nice. All right. I've got a Monsterio Delicio here that's growing really well near the window. Oh, Hang on. What what, what type of plant was that? A Monsterio Delicio. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Colin, thank you so much for the tips, mate. Okay, no worries. Bye. All right, I know who to call with if we've got any plant troubles. It's Gail and Colin, <laughs> our two green thumbs between them and my mum. I think we're going to be fine. I think we've been fine with plants. And there's going to be absolutely nothing suspect about us if we are whispering sweet nothings <laughs> to our pot plants. <laughs> we've got it on good, good advice, good advice. Now, you're feeling more confident to get a plant now? I am, but okay. I have to say one thing I learned as well. So yes. one house plant I haven't killed, Yes, I asked the the plant lady mm. and she said this plant you only have to water it's like every however many months yes and i got it from my husband's studio yes. where he does all of his zoom calls i do nothing to that plant and it is still thriving so maybe it is you and your husband <laughs> phil is okay with plants. well maybe on all of his zoom calls he it thinks he's talking to it <laughs> <laughs> so gail really has got that right <laughs> i love it i love it it's time for the vision national news headline rise and shine on Vision Christian Radio. It's uh, that time of the morning where we like to play... Rise and Shines, Where's Robbo? Robbo! Did you hear? Did you hear? I've just got to. I've just got to stop everybody. Did you stop? Did you hear that? You've given it its rightful title. We have I like changed it. the name of the everyone's favourite competition. Move over, it, where's Wally? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is no longer where am I? It is now. Rise and shines. Where's Robbo? I love it. Where's Robbo? We're gonna find out where he's now. This is day two of a new location where he's at. Uh, we've got uh, we've got day two here. He's in a brand new location, a vision town around Australia. So, Robbo, where are you? Okay, so I've already told you that this town is on a peninsula, and today I can say that the local frequency for vision in this town is 87.6 FM. So the local oh. frequency, 87.6 <laughs> FM. Where do you think I am? Are you, uh, Robbo? I think you my just- local frequency is... <laughs> I look, look, I've got the list. Where's my little list? I go over here. I've got a list of all the different vision towns here and uh, that I that I use every morning. I think uh, over half. <laughs> over half of these are 87.6. But, oh. but we should be thankful. Thank, thanks, Robert, for ruling out the other well, half. Yeah, okay. So everybody who's on 88 or an AMs, like, no, cross them out. All right, so there's your clues. We've got Peninsula. And 87.6, if you want to take a shot at it, all you need to do is give us a call. But first, there are some places you can cross off the list. Okay, Robbo is not in Redcliffe. He's not at the Mornington Peninsula and not in Exmouth. All right, he's in none of those places. If you want to take a shot, we need to get some more runs on the board. You're helping everybody else out here. And there is a prize up for grabs if you do happen to get it. So give us a call. Going out to Catherine in Geelong. That is Ren Collective. Hallelujah anyway. DJ and Bell here on your Thursday. And it's time for Australia's favourite competition. Rise and shines. Where's Robbo? Oh, it's a new name. (laughs) 
It's Woo. a new name. It's the same game, but with a new name. Where's Robbo? Robbo, it's day two in a new location. Give us your clues. Okay, so I've already told you that this town is on a peninsula, and today I can say that the local frequency for vision in this town is 87.6 FM. So the local frequency... 87.6 FM, where do you think I am? I, if, I, if, I, if there's about 800 Vision family towns out there, <laughs> and I'm saying about half of them are 87.6, at least he's narrowed it down to 400. Exactly. All right? That then, rules out 400. And then how many of them are on a peninsula? I don't know. This is up to you <laughs> to figure out. And you can give us a call on 1-800-316-316. And we've got Lachlan on the line. Where do you think Robbo is? Um, I think he might be in Victor Harbour. Victor Harbour. What makes you think Victor Harbour? Because it's on the Flurio Peninsula in South Australia. Mm. And also, I looked it up and it's 87.6 its frequency. Oh, you're doing your homework, Lachlan. I love it. Robbo, what do we think? Oh, that is a very good guess, but unfortunately, incorrect. Lachlan. No worries. (laughs) All right, better luck next time. Bye. Thanks for trying. Thanks, bye. Dean from Inverell, where do you think Robbo is? I don't know, mate. Just a wild guess, but it's a Yorktown in South Australia. Oh, Yorktown, Yorktown. All right, let's go to the man. Robbo, what do you think about Yorktown? Oh, that's a great guess, but unfortunately, that's not correct. Ah, oh, Dean. Good try. No worries. All right, see you. Bye-bye. Alison, where do you think Robbo is this morning? Well, this is a stab in the dark, yep. but um, I'm going to try... Redcliffe. Redcliffe. All right. Redcliffe, Queensland. I like where your yeah, head's at. Yeah, I think it's on the peninsula. Okay. All right. Um, let's. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll run with that. We'll run with that, Alison. Okay. Robbo, Redcliffe, what do you think? Yeah, great guess, but no, that's not where I am. Okay. Thank you, Alison. Okay. See ya. Bye. Abby, where do you think Robbo is? Is he in Wallaroo? Oh, is that Wallaroo with a W? Yes, Wallaroo in South Australia. Oh, Wallaroo. I li- I've never even heard of Wallaroo. I've been to Wallaroo. Oh, there mm. you go. Is it, are you, have you been to Wallaroo? Uh, I lived there for quite a while. Okay, okay. So we got some local knowledge there. Let's go to Robbo. Robbo, Wallaroo. No, I'm afraid that's not where I am. Oh, nice try. Thank you anyway. Thank you anyway. Uh, the, uh, back to the drawing board what for everybody. Thickens. All right, so we've got a growing list of where he's not. Belle, what are what other places? We do. He is not in Victor Harbour, Wallaroo, Yorktown, Redcliffe, the Mornington Peninsula, or Exmouth. All right, none of those places is where he's at. You've heard the clues. Now, I'm going to give you a bonus clue, a very secret bonus clue that you definitely want to catch if you want to get ahead of the competition. It's going to be on the podcast. <laughs> The Rise and Shine Podcast. Just doing a dramatic Just doing a dramatic pause. Dramatic, a dramatic pause. pause. It's going to be on the Rise and Shine Podcast. So if you want to get ahead of everybody, make sure you download that Rise and Shine Podcast. You can find it for free in the app or any of your podcast players there. We'll have a sneaky, exclusive clue for you today in the podcast. Okay, here's a bonus clue for our podcast listeners for Where Am I? An historic flight ended in this town. Where do you think I am? A historic flight ended in this town. Where do you think I am? Well, there you go. We've gone everywhere. Plants, pets, the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, 
You've even got a sneaky clue there from Robbo. I don't know if it's going to help you at all uh, on, on finding out where he is. But uh, thank you so much for downloading and listening to the podcast. Uh, Belle, I haven't even asked you this. Are you a big podcast listener? Do you go out there and listen to podcasts? I do enjoy listening to podcasts. All right, all right. On yes. your spot, on your spot. You've, you've introduced a great idea for tomorrow's show. Your Friday faves, yes. Right, it's a whole new segment that we're going to be mm-hmm. keeping going. Friday faves, where people can add to their add to their faves. So tomorrow we're doing Friday faves, the family movie. Yes. What's your favorite family movie? I reckon one of the ones to put down. Maybe you have to make a out of this podcast. Yes. Oh my goodness, I have so many quirky cooking podcasts. The Christy Knuckles podcast. All right, you've mentioned David that one before. David and Melissa Helser podcast. Okay, oh. okay, I see a pattern going on here. There's Love a few it. Christian Muse podcasts going on there. And oh, the quirky cooking one is fun too. If you okay. if you like healthy cooking, okay, it's just fun. She's beautiful. All right, they're your top three recommendations yes. off the top of your head. Very good. <laughs> there you go. You got some podcast tips as well. Hey, look at that. Look, listening to a podcast, you can go listen to some of Bell's ones there. Hey, we will see you on tomorrow's Friday show. Have a great one. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.